Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I'm jazz vocalist and educator Shirley Crabb. Do you love great jazz conversation? Join veteran broadcaster and host Miss Bridget on Coffee Talk Radio for good coffee and great chat. As women in jazz, we are elegant musicians, prolific composers and arrangers, and we've established ourselves as the primary voices of our generation. Our various contributions to jazz are remarkable. You'll meet irresistible performers blessed with uncanny instrumental skills. You'll enjoy recording artists with multilingual voices selling out stadiums and venues around the globe. Be sure to visit my website at www.shirleycrab.com and follow me on Twitter at Shirley's Jazz. And be sure to visit the official Coffee Talk Jazz website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. You taught my heart to sing
Hello, 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 and welcome to an evening of Poppy Talk Jazz Radio After Dark. Boy, are we excited. Oh, my God. I feel like I need to just uh, do a drum roll or something right now. Uh, the boards are lit up. Folks are anticipating the show. Uh, they already started calling in, so I had to open up some more lines, and it was a little bit of a delay, but I am beyond excited. So I hope you guys are catching this vibe right now. Um, this show will be for the grown and sexy, because after I introduce our author, author, you will understand exactly what I mean. So before we get started, just a few housekeeping rules. I'll probably open up the board maybe about 15 minutes, 20 minutes after the show. We're going to live tweet during the show. We're going to open up the chat room during the show. Some of you guys are a little bit bashful. You don't want to ask the author a question, and I'm not sure why you wouldn't because she's got the juice. I'm just saying, you guys, this is my girl. I'm telling you. Okay. So we're going to celebrate birthdays. We're going to have some gift giveaways, but you can't win if you don't call in. Okay. So I am your host, Ms. Bridget Lewis, but let's talk about Felicia Brickin. She is a Christian fictional author of a 2016 winner of the Southern Lace Literary Award. Now, that is a mouthful, okay? Almost got tongue-tied. Okay. More so than that, in 2018, she is still winning. 2018 winner of the AAMBC Urban Book of the Year. And in the same year, 2018, she also won the American Book Fest Book Award as a finalist. I'm telling you, this girl has credentials. And more so than that, she has been interviewed on several different podcasts around the globe. Her reviews on Amazon are amazing. I've read all of them. So I want to welcome the newest member back to the Coffee Talk Jazz platform, my girl, Felicia Award-winning Brookings. Hey, Felicia. Hello, my beautiful friends. How are you this <laughs> evening? Oh, my God. I am so happy to hear your voice. So happy to Same. have you on live. This is just <laughs> amazing. And so, guys, we're going to be getting into we're going to be getting into why Felicia wrote her book, how she started writing. We're going to talk about her workshop, her book, Sister Nadine's ways. And Sister Nadine, she is really, really special. And so, um, <laughs> before we even get into Sister Nadine's ways, I really want to kind of catch up with you because it's been a while. Um, Felicia has been on our show before. But this time is even more special because we're coming, we're still in the pandemic. And so I really want to know how you and your family are doing on the other side of the country. That's so important to me. How are you guys doing? Well, thank you for asking. I appreciate that so much. Uh, we are doing good. We are doing really good. Uh, my son's off at school starting his last semester at the University of Southern Mississippi. My husband wow. is busy doing what the house does, and hey, I'm just trying to be right by his side and help him get it done. <laughs> look, well, that is an oh, Of course. Okay. Can we talk about the looks? Okay. Can we even start with that? Because I don't know if you all have seen her online, but she gives you, I'm telling you, I say catch a vibe. She gives you the look. She reminds me so much of myself because I will change my hairstyle and color in a minute, and people's like, is that her? I'm like, of course, catch the smile, look at my eyes. Of course it's me. But, you know, we're a woman, okay? We like choices, don't we, Felicia? We like choices. We, look, okay. we like to look different. Yes. 
we absolutely like choices. So you mentioned your husband, and so that's a great segue into really my first question. As an author, how important is it for your spouse, your purpose partner, to really get on board with the vision that God has put in your heart? Can we, can we deep dive? Can we talk about that? Because I think that is so critical. Yeah, let's talk about that. So that is on a scale of 1 to 10, a 20. Let's just bust the scale, okay? Oh, I love it. I love it. God has given you a vision, and you need him, you need that husband to be on board because my husband is my my backup man. You know, he is yes. my mover. He is the person that puts things in place for me. He is mm-hmm, the one that mm-hmm. makes sure the new thing comes up. He's there to do what God put him there to do, which is to protect and take care of and get it done. And that's what my man does. He gets it done. So it's important because they have to understand the point that they can be supportive if you're constantly on the go because you're hustling to get this book to a certain point, to a place mm-hmm. based on a goal that that they have to understand your passion. They have to understand you wanting to constantly, constantly promote. You can be up for hours on your computer promoting and marketing and putting out your book. They have to understand the money that you invest in it, um, and it just makes you feel better when you can go to these different places and sell your book and promote it and know that, you know, there are people in the crowd of man that's there that holds your hand, that you know got your mm. back no matter what nobody else in the crowd does. So, you know, the queen is, is, is who she is, but makes her feel a lot better when the queen, when the king is sitting right next to her. Okay. You know what? You, you didn't really say it, so I'm telling you because you're making me smile. I think it is imperative. It is important because you feel like it's an extra weight that you don't necessarily yeah. want to carry if your purpose partner, if your husband, your love, if he is not there. So what is your husband's name? Jason. Jason, Sometimes I want to I shout you out. If, if he is listening, I want to shout you out, and I want to say thank you because I know the time, the energy, the blood, the sweat, the tears, just all of the sacrifices, having to be away on the weekend to speak at a, um, a women's yeah. luncheon or having to speak at a church, or you may have three people there, you may have 300 people there. And I said, but it's a big deal to an author when God has put something in you and all you know is that you have to get that thing done by any means necessary. And, and here's the thing I learned as a fellow author, not plugging myself, but I'm just saying, here's the thing that I know as a fellow author, um, the vision that God puts in you, it's like you, and you got to tell me how you felt about this, Felicia, where you cannot rest until that baby is born. Is that right? I mean, that's like, that's oh, like that is, when God put that in you, it's like, it's, that's a baby that's in you got to birth that thing, right? Yes, and you cannot, no matter what you do, you can turn left, right, lay on your stomach, lay on your back. <laughs> you will not get stronger until you push that out. Right. And your mind right. is constantly racing. It's just constantly racing. So, yeah. You got to do it. You put it in there. It's got to come you, out. You got to do it. And that's a great, I'm going to make a statement that I'm going to ask you in the next question. For those of you who are tuning in, uh, you're listening to my very special guest, author of uh, Sister Nadine's Ways, my girl, Felicia Brookins, and we're talking about um, her purpose partner, her husband, her love, who's really been right by her side. She's the queen. He's the king. And it's so important to have that person right by your side. And we're also talking about how you can't turn to the left, you can't go to the right, because 
that baby is like, it's growing, it's growing like all the time. And I remember when the word of the Lord came to me that I was going to write a book and I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm-mm, no, no, I'm not going to write a book. I can't write that. So I don't know if you have the same trepidation when God, when the word of the Lord first came to you and you said, okay, and God was like, now, did it come to you in an audible voice? Did it come to you in a dream? How did you hear that? It was like, okay, Felicia, you're going to write a book. And did you say, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that? What was it like for you? Well, I, I, let me first of all, I quickly say, you remind me of my friend, Thelma Cousin. She's an author also. And she did the <laughs> exact same thing. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, but for me, um, and, and, and she ended up doing it two or three times, writing right. and publishing. Right. But for me, um, I think it was just a voice. Um, in my head, and it was something in my belly because I always knew that I had a story to tell that I needed to tell and get out on paper. It was just getting the courage to do it and to write, to type it up and to push the send button. The scariest thing is pushing the send button because when I pushed it, I said, <laughs> oh, my God, I, I just sent my manuscript and I can't get it back. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Yeah, wow. Um, and you're absolutely right. The thing for me is, and I said, first of all, we can never walk in fear, and we really have to speak up. Because here's the thing that I learned being a writer. The book was very cathartic for me. The writing process was very cathartic for me. But I realized the book really wasn't for me. It was for all those other women who were too exactly. afraid to share and tell their story. But because I told mine, then perhaps that they would come out of the shadows and write their own book or their own blog and get up and really speak, you know, their their own truth. And you're right, everybody has a story, everybody has a has a message and you got you gotta tell it. And so I finally I finally surrendered because it's like it it, it came I, I actually had like sleepless nights. I could not I could not rest until I finally surrendered. And I won't even tell you how long it took me to write the book. Because then what <laughs> Once I finally surrendered and said, okay, yes, God, you know what, I'm really going to do it, then all hell, I mean, everything, everything that God, you can imagine start coming against me. I mean, when I say everything, I mean everything. And so I said, I'm, I'm undaunted. I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to do it. I picked it up. I put it down. And through the process of writing, um, did you see yourself in future characters and when you were writing your book, could you visually see it like it was a movie playing in your head when you were writing it? Now, that's a very good question, um, that I saw my main character in a dream. Mm, I saw exactly wow. that. Her personality <laughs> was very much real and alive to me, and she was standing there looking at me, you know, with this look on her face of how dare you. <laughs> and I called the next day and told my publisher, I said, oh, my God, I had a dream from my main character so mm. you know she kind of just popped up and I was like yeah well it's done <laughs> and as far as the <laughs> other characters uh, in the book the the young girls her daughters um yeah there are some places in there that I see myself um, I always tell everybody when they say is this a real story is this you and I said well it's fiction but even fiction has a little sprinkle of truth in it it's almost like macaroni and cheese when you sprinkle the cheese all over the macaroni and stick it in the oven yeah there's some truth in and out of there so there are some places <laughs> where I saw myself 
Wow, that is powerful. So before we even get into more of the book, um, share with our friends, our fans from around the globe, how can they find you on social media? How can they follow you? Because I want them to follow you, and then we want them to get the book, and then we're going to get a little bit deeper into what the book is really about. Okay, great. So on Twitter, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Felicia Brooklyn 4. Uh, I'm also, of course, on Facebook, um, I'm Felicia Kelly Brookins or Felicia Brookins Award-winning author. Also, Sister Nadine has her own Facebook page, so if you just put in Hello. Sister Nadine's ways, you'll find her. <laughs> yes, she has her own page, so they so can good. find me there. And also, um, Sister Nadine's ways on Instagram, on IG. So good, so good, so good. So let me tell you guys who is listening in live, the folks in California are just out of control. I'm feeling very Janet Jackson right now, so I want to give a shout-out. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to our folks in Agoura Hills. Hey, Agoura Hills, that's a real, as we would say back in back in the country, that's a real highfalutin area. So, hey, we welcome you guys. Um, Arcadia, <laughs> welcome. Bowen Park, hello. Bell Gardens, Burbank, another high society area, like Sister Nadine. She was very high society. Mm-hmm. Um, Calabasas. <laughs> Claremont, Diamond Bar, you guys, welcome. Hermosa Beach, um, Long Beach, California, Maywood, Santa Fe, Santa Fe Springs, Simple Flake Village, you guys, welcome to the Coffee Talk Jazz Party. After dark, we're on with my girl, Felicia Brooklyn. So, I don't know if you guys know it or not, but um, this is, uh, it's the first Christian fiction book. It's the trilogy. And again, it's, um, the book is entitled Sister Nadine's Ways. And it was actually released in spring of 2007. It's available on Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and Nobles. Okay. My girl is a big deal. I'm just saying in case you didn't know, she's really a big deal. <laughs> so tell our listeners, tell our listeners about the character, because I read your book, and I'm like, okay, I have my own interpretation, but she was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, um, let me say, first of all, when I say that I'm a Christian fiction author, what I found is a lot of people immediately think, okay, so I'm going to open this book, and it's going to just be all about, you know, just remember to pray to God, just pray, it's going to be all right, just pray. And so then once they get into the book and get introduced to the character and her family, then they're like, oh, my God, I've never written a Christian, read a Christian simple question. So I call it Christian reality. My Hello. main character, Sister Nadine Simmons, of course, uh, she is the head usher of Greater Trials, Missionary Baptist Church. I think that's about as southern as you can get right there. So she is the head usher. She is very, um, I would say, hypocritical. She is someone that has a spirit more so of religion, and she is more concerned about the look of God when it comes to how she looks, if she looks holy enough, you know, than actually being in the image of God. So she can dress up on Sundays and look as holy, you know, as, as the pastor to some people in the church. But when she's at home, she treats her husband and her children in a different way. Then she doesn't mm-hmm. show the image of God. She's very controlling. Um, as you read in the book, she's verbally and physically abusive. And she is one of those people that believes because she can see her husband's 
sin so outwardly and so clearly that she is quick to point the finger at him and say, you, you, you have the problem. You're the one that's going to hell, not me. But she doesn't realize that the way that she treats them and the way that she is could send her there before him. So, you know, she's just one of those that is so quick to put everyone else down. She's controlling even in the church. You know, you have some people like that. They believe that, you know, they can tell the pastor what he needs to do and that he's supposed to go along with that. And they're very um, protective of their position uh, when it comes to their church. Um, and she's one of those people. You know, she's head of everything. If you read the book, she's on almost every committee and a chairperson for almost everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so what she doesn't realize, too, is that she's affecting her daughter's future relationship, you know, when it comes to what they think about God and whether or not they even want to go to church or attend church. She's setting that example for them, and she doesn't realize that. She doesn't realize that she's traumatizing them, you know, and that she's going to be passing along the next generation um, just going to be doing the same thing. And so her husband is always trying to get her to be aware of that. But, of course, she feels like, well, you're an alcoholic and you're a drug addict, so who are you to tell me? Well, part of the reason that he's that way is because of her. But, of course, she's never seen mm. that. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot that on in this book. There is a lot that's going on in the book. You guys, <laughs> it is a juicy, delicious story, and we're going to get into what some of the readers, uh, we're going to go to a commercial and get into what some of the readers had said about this okay. book. Boy, oh boy, I mean, the comments are so <laughs> good. So I have, I have a question that I want to pose to you. I want you to think about it. We're going to get into the juiciness of what the readers and what the reviews are saying. And I see the boards are lit up. So when we come back, we want to take a couple questions. I'm going to open up the board. I've got two gift giveaways. I'm not saying what I'm going to give away, but you can't win if you don't call it. And my gifts are always so good. They are quite, they are coveted gifts. I will say that because everybody wants it. I'm just saying. All right. So the question that I have um, for you, and I don't want to ask you like a two-part one, but what would you tell or what would you share with a brand-new author saying, you know, I'm considering writing a book. You know, what would be your advice to an indie author on writing and marketing the book? What would be your advice to an indie artist, an uh, indie author on writing and marketing the book? Think about that. We're going um, to go to commercial, and then we're going to come back with more good coffee and a great chat. Let's take a listen, guys. Sounds great.
Virginet, contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. And we are back, and we're broadcasting live on this beautiful pool, Friday the 13th. I've got my girl live and a living color. She is all the way on the other side of the country. We're talking about a woman <laughs> author herself, Felicia Brookins. We're talking about Sister Nadine and OMG. So if today is your birthday or you're born in the month of August, and I'm going to need to see some fruit, mm-hmm. I have a gift giveaway for you. So if you love the music, I've got to do for you guys tonight. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm feeling a little generous. I may actually give away three different items. I'm just saying. So if you press the one on your phone and you can ask our guest any question that is relevant to her book, um, I will have a beautiful, beautiful CD for you. So if you guys are loving some jazz, I know some of the best jazz stars. I mean, oh, my God, I've interviewed so many people. I've literally, I have lost count. So they just send me their music and say, oh, just, you can keep it for yourself. I said, no, I'm going to give it away. So our show calling number is, drum roll, please. It is 914-205-5995. And, yes, we have a guest that is calling in. So let me go ahead and just open up the board and let's see who we have on. Okay, let me see here. Hello, hello, hello. You're on live with Miss Bridget Lewis at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio After Dark. Please tell us who you are, where you're calling from. Looks like you're calling from phone number ending in 1845. You are live. Hey, this is. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, hello. Hey, this is is Bridget. I'm also from Mississippi, and Felicia is is a good friend of mine. She's she doesn't know it, but she is a, a mentor. I'm a fellow author of hers and friend and dance sister. This is Bridget Stubbs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just Yeah, okay. Great, great. Thank you. Great. 
you welcome. I just have to shout out Bridget Porter Stubbs. This girl can write. I'm just saying, okay, I got to give my girl a plug. Okay, I'm loving this sister circle <laughs> right now. I am because my girl, mm-hmm, um, I recently wrote, uh, wrote a review about her book, Oh, My God, and I didn't give it to her yet, but I'm going to. I promise y'all been busy. Okay. Let me tell okay. you guys about my girl just for half a second. Okay. Her book is called Flowing Under the Shadow of the Almighty, okay, and Understanding God's Intent for the Liturgical Dance. Oh, my God. You guys need to run to Amazon and go and get her book or go to her website. I'm just saying, okay? She is bomb.com. Yes, 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 yes. So our fellow authors, we have to lift each other up. We have to support each other. We have to help Mark and really get the word out. And I am so proud of this author sister circle. And honestly, you guys are amazing writers. Thank you. Mississippi. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree with you. Well, I'm an I'm an other I'm. I'm at the extreme because I was born in Harris County in Houston. So I'm a little Southern, too. It comes out every now and again. People say, are you out from California? I'm like, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. We have manners. No. But, Bridget, you have won an amazing, you have won an amazing, um, I'll I'll let you pick. Would you like a female, um, would you like a a female artist, a singer, or would you like a saxophone, or would you like piano? They're all good. They're all good. Sax piano or female singer vocal. I think I think piano piano. Ooh, oh my gosh. Okay, so you got it. I have your information. You are amazing. Thanks so much for calling the show. Stand by and enjoy the rest of the show. We're going to get into some of this juiciness of what our um, what the authors fans are saying about her show. And thank you so much for calling in, Bridget, and, and supporting Felicia. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Bridget. Oh, my God. I think we need to just put on our own conference. I'm just saying the three of us, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that is going to happen. Okay. So the question that I posed to you, I hope you remember what it was. I'm going to tell you, I'll share one more time, and then I'm, let's, get into, let's get into what the readers are saying. What is your advice to an indie author on writing and marketing their book? What advice would you have? Because you were good. The reviews are amazing. Thank you. Uh, well, my first advice would be um, to just write it all down and get it on paper. Don't worry so much about <laughs> the order of it at the time. Just completely dump it all out. Get it all out of yourself mm-hmm. so that you can breathe. You know, get it all on paper <laughs> first. Um, secondly, I would say once you do that, and you start to put it in order, start to think about the reason uh, that you're writing that book and what it is that you want to do with this book. Because discovering that and finding out what it is that you want to do with this book determines the mm-hmm. level of comfort that you're going to put into it to get what mm-hmm. you want out of it. If you've written the book to say, hey, I just want to say that I wrote a book, and, hey, I'm going to give it out uh-uh. for Christmas gifts to my friends and family. If that's all you want to do, then, hey, that's it. You've established that's as far as you want to go. But if you've written that book and you see that book becoming a multiple streams of income in five or six different ways, it's time for you to start putting out, the visible, being visible with that book and putting out the energy to draw in the people that you need to make that happen, which goes into your marketing 
and branding. Mm-hmm. If you have the ability to have this large um, marketing uh, marketing team to hey, help you put your book out, make sure they are credible, do your research before you choose um, someone or a company that you want to help you market your book, make sure you look and see what they've done. Make sure you look at testimonials. You may even be able to reach out to some of the people they've helped. Um, if you don't, uh, you can be like me. You just got to have the hustle and get out there and work your social media. You have got to be ready. Right. Um, willing to put gas in the car and to travel or to get on the airplane and go where you need to go um, in order mm-hmm. to get your book out and get it visible. Um, you have to focus in on your branding, your image. If you want people to take you seriously uh, as an author and to come on board with the other things that you see yourself doing just from this one book, you've got to create that image, okay, and show them that you're serious so they'll take you serious. Um I just say opportunities such as don't be afraid to reach out to people, um, for example, that have podcasts, that have TV shows, that can help you to promote and get your book out there to other people. You can't just sit back and wait, you know, and say, well, I hope somebody sees this post with my book and maybe somebody will inbox me and ask me to come, you know, and be a part of their book club or maybe somebody will ask me to be on their show. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You have to get out. And you have to be the one to reach out to them and introduce yourself. You have to tell right. them what you are about as an author and what your book is about. And you know, be just be prepared to hustle. Me, I'm all the way in. I right. got a right. hundred things that I want to do from this one book or from this trilogy. Right. Wow. It's I am so happy that you shared the nuts and the bolts and the nitty-gritty and what you got to do. You've got to get in with your people because people think, okay, oh, well, once the book is written, okay, oh, I'm done. No, the work is really just because now, again, you have to establish credibility in the marketplace. and You have to establish your credibility in the marketplace because I'm telling you, when you write a book, you become the author expert. I'm telling you, the responses that I've gotten – from me writing my book, oh, my God, it opens up a whole entire new world, and you cannot be afraid to speak up. You you know, you cannot be your best-kept secret. It's like, okay, nobody knows that you exist. People are like, oh, my God, like you wrote a book, what's your book about? And you've got to be able to tell them with a quick little elevator pitch, like, what the book is about. You know, give them the highlight exactly. reel. Don't give them the whole movie because then they don't want to buy it. Just give them a quick little highlight reel, quick little elevator pitch, and then say, you know what, hey, I'm available. I'm available to speak on a panel. Come on now, a panel, a keynote, schools, churches, conferences, I mean, everywhere. Right. And another thing I'll say, another thing I'll say is, which just came to me as I was talking, um, don't be so quick to try and go for the big stage. It's not what you think it is because here's, here's exactly, you know, I think there's probably, I don't know how many authors, speakers, coaches, consultants, there are, but I'll just say this, that many are called and few are chosen. The three of us, Bridget Porter Stubbs, Alicia Kelly Brookins, and Bridget Yvonne Lewis, we were chosen. I was like, because I said, no, I was like, nope, nope, I'm digging it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, no. So I was like, no, yes, you are. Like, no, you're going to do it because there are women whose lives you need to touch. Felicia can touch women's lives that I cannot touch because of the side of the country that she's on, because of her story, her background. Bridget can touch people because of her dance, because of her movement, because of the leading of the Holy Spirit, she can minister to people in a way that I can't. And so I'll tell you guys, 
This is a juicy show tonight, and I hope you are picking up what we are all putting down. Did y'all get that? I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Let me also add, uh, just to get back a little bit off of what you just said, Bridget, when it comes to securing those speaking engagements, as an author, when you first start out, if it's a free opportunity and they are not paying you, please take it, because if you don't start to build your speaker resume, how are right. you going to ask for the 3000 or 5000 or more that you want? So don't be pushed away by the fact that someone says, you know, can you come to our Women's Day program or our, our tea or to our school and talk, to, or can you come to the shelter and talk to our women? Don't be so quick to say, you know, well, this is my fee. No, they are of more value to you than you think at that moment because they start to build mm-hmm. your speaker resume. So please take those opportunities. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. money will come. The, the money will definitely come. The other thing, too, is, one of the things that I've learned uh, as an author, speaker, and coach is that you have your back-of-the-room sales. They may not even have a budget for you. It doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that they may not have a budget for you in the future, but you can still do back-of-the-room sales. Come on now, and you don't know who's in your room. You can sell your book. Right, right. You can sell. There could be three or four people in the room who from another women's event, or church conference or something like that. And I said, well, God, you know, you did such an amazing job. Hey, uh, are you available? What's your fee? And then don't um, don't hesitate to tell me. If your fee is $2,500, it is what it is. Because you think about your blood, your sweat, like all the time, the energy you put into this. So it's like, here's the thing that I found is that as an author, at first I used to kind of like really lowball it. And I'm like, and I have high self-esteem. I was like, well, they're probably not going to. Say that. So to have that mindset of God is like, boop, everything that you walk in yeah. order to get to this point, is you have to shift all of that. And here's what I found. When I lowball the price, people are like, oh, we don't really have a budget for that. And then once I tell them what, what the real fee was, they did not even blink to pay the fee, for real. Yeah. They, yeah. they were like, they yeah. were like, oh, okay, right? So... Girl, that, you because people are you. going to teach you how to present yourself. That, that's how they're right. going to exactly. When you get to that point where you can ask, uh, when you're starting to put out that fee or your honorarium, and you say, oh, $100, and that's what they're going to think about you, oh, $100. Oh, no. But when you get to the point oh, where no. you say, that's, you know, 3000 for me to come and, right. and speak to your group, then they're going to treat you like 3000 That's limo, hotel, airplane fare, and all. The whole the the whole enchilada. So <laughs> our time is winding down, but not quite yet. So I want to get into some of these reviews, ask you some more questions, have one more give giveaway. Uh, we know what Bridget is getting. I'm super excited because she picked piano, which is going to be so delicious, so juicy. That's going to go out on Monday for her. So now let's get into. So let let me see. Let me do two reviews. We'll do some more music. Talk to you, and then we'll do more readers. Okay. So the caption for this particular reader, she says, Wicked Ways, and we gave, and she gave um, Sister Nadine five stars. And she said, wow, reading this book was a roller coaster ride. She didn't even say Sister Nadine. She just said Nadine was <laughs> over the top crazy. <laughs> the author kept God at the forefront of the story through the good and the bad things happening. This book will definitely keep you engaged and eager to finish. Miss Brookins did a fantastic job with this book. Well done. What do you think about that? 
I think that's awesome, and that's exactly what I want. I want you to have an emotional buy-in. I love it when people get pissed off about their business. That means that they have put their whole heart into that book, that they are drawn in, that they feel as though they're sitting right there in the middle of everything. So I love it. I love the emotion. I love them to express it and share it with me. That was great. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Awesome. Okay, so I'll read one more, uh, maybe two more. So the next person says, the title is Five Stars, A Real Page Turner. This book had me all in my emotions. I had strong feelings about each character. I felt as though I knew all of them. The storylines keep you yearning for more. Nadine had a strong evil spirit taking reign over her life and destroying her family bit by bit. And you can't help but wonder, how is she and her family, will they ever be delivered? I felt a, I feel a sequel brewing because clearly we can't be left in the dark about the fate of this complicated family. <laughs> I love it. Bravo. I love it. I love it. Um, That's that emotion. What do you think about that? Is that right? The whole emotional buy-in, right? Right? Okay. Um, let me read one more. God, I mean, there's so there's so many great ones here. So many. Okay. So this person, the next reader, five stars. It says, a book everyone can relate to. Love, love, love this book. The flow of the book was easy to read, so engaging. It was difficult to put down without finishing. Oh, my God. Can't wait for what's next. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, one reader who, who called me and said, you got me in trouble today. And I was like, I got you in trouble. How did I get you in trouble? <laughs> she said, I was in church reading this book, and my husband caught me reading this book. I'm in church. I didn't tell you to take Nadine to church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is so good. That is so good. So, I want to ask you this question, then we're going to go to a commercial, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to have you to answer maybe two or three more questions. You guys, I have one more give giveaway, right? And I, like, I don't need what I'm giving away. Should I, should I, should I really keep it? Mm, I'd love to, but you know what? The artist in this bridge, please make sure that you give my music away, okay? So the next question is, hmm. Okay, this comes through the chat room, and so someone wants to know, do you have any hidden or uncommon talent? Do you have any hidden or uncommon talent? I don't think I have a hidden or uncommon talent. Um, I will say that I really didn't even discover the different creative things about me or that I had inside of me until I was in my 30s. There are several other things I'm talented at, but nothing, I'll say this, if it's hidden, I'm waiting on God to reveal it because I don't know. (laughs) That is so good. Okay, so I have another question I want you to think about, and then we're going to go to a commercial, and we definitely want to give something away. So, okay, this is kind of really like a two, this is really like a two-parter. Let me give you like a one one question. Okay. So if you could have steaming hot coffee with any author, past or present, who would that be and why? I want you to really, really think about that. We're going to come back with more good coffee and great chat. Love Talk Radio.
great book and engaging conversations. We're pleased to announce Coffee Talk Jazz Radio has come to television. You'll meet amazing authors who have overcome obstacles and insurmountable odds. We'll give you an all-access pass into their world. They'll share remarkable life's lessons on love, forgiveness, heroism, dreams, and their aspirations. Join veteran broadcaster and host, Ms. Bridget Lewis. She engages America's best thinkers and authors right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio and Coffee Talk Jazz Radio TV. Tune in to www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com and visit coffeetalkjazzradiotv.com. We'll see you there. back and we're broadcasting live you're to the very best in blog talk radio here at coffee talk jazz with award-winning host and author miss bridget lewis i'm on with my girl author of sister nadine's ways felicia Brookings <laughs> is in the house okay now you guys uh if you all are listening from around the world and you're looking for some unbeatable pr guess what i have got you covered from soup to nuts go to my website at coffeetalkjazz.com. That's coffeetalkjazz.com. Click under the service page. All the different services that we offer are right there, and I'm here at your service, and trust me, I got you covered. I'm just saying. Okay, guys, and (laughs) more so than that, people want to know, Miss Bridget, what kind of coffee are you drinking? So that's a very great question, and because it's been so humid here in Los Angeles, I'm having an ice blended vanilla chai with a little bit of Texas cinnamon, and it's so delicious. 
Oh, my goodness. So do you drink coffee, Felicia? Sounds good. Do you drink it coffee? Sounds good. Yes, I drink <laughs> coffee. Yes. Um, I like to mix up different things in my coffee, but uh, my father-in-law, uh, kind of got me hooked on putting peppermint in my coffee, so I love to have Ooh. my coffee with Um, Sometimes a little Hershey's chocolate in there. I just, hey, some days I can't get to Starbucks, so I do my own thing. How about that, right? And um, <laughs> something I was having a conversation with, I was having a conversation today with my team. We're going to come up with our own brand of coffee. I mean, it really is about time. We should have did it, like, a long time ago, but you know what? There's no time like the present, so we're going to have some decaffeinated coffee. We're going to have some tea. We're going to have some tea as well. It's like, well, it's better to do it than the coffee lady, right? I'm just saying, you guys, we've been in this. Come on now, right? I'm just saying. It's a natural so, progression. Right. right, a natural pro- a progression, and uh, everything will be in our coffee shop, C-O-F-F-E-E-S-H-O-P-P-E, like the old-fashioned coffee shop. Okay, oh. so. My question before we went to break was, if you could have coffee with someone past or present, who would it be and why? Drum roll, please. Oh, my God. I would love, love, love to sit down and have coffee with one of my favorite authors, Bernice McFadden. Oh, my God. Everything Uh, that she writes, I love. It just fills my soul. It transports me through the pages into the room, and I'm right there with the character. Yes, I have been a fan of Bernice McFadden since um, I read the book of Harlan. That's what got me. I read that book in maybe two days. I could not put it down. And when I find a book that I just cannot put down other than mine, it's really good. And so I've read several of her other books on sugar, and I, I got her name on it. I already know what to expect because, again, just like I said earlier, she's, that's part of she's already established her brand, the type of writer that she is. And so expectation is already set. I don't think she can write a bad mm. book. Wow, wow. So she is better than me. Yes. So good. Okay, all right. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I don't know her, Bernice McFadden. I don't know Bernice, so I need to get to know her. I got a lot of books. Please. Uh, I, lo- yeah. I love to read. I absolutely love, love, love to read. So, um, okay, there's a question that's coming through the chat room. Someone says, tell us the, tell us the latest news. What's next for you? Tell us the latest news. The latest news is, uh, I think we mentioned earlier that Sister Nadine's Way is a part of a trilogy. So hopefully within September, October, you should be seeing book two coming out um, called Reprobate Ways. And Woo! book two is going to kick off with um, Nadine beginning to see the fruit of the things that she has put out and planted in the seeds she's planted in her daughters, uh, especially her middle daughter, Anne. Um, I also have a book of short stories that I haven't published yet. Uh, it's going to be called The Cupcake Box, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, I have a manuscript ready for a stage play. Just wonder where I'm going to get that out. It's a loose adaptation of Sister Nadine's Ways. Um, and I'm also um, in the process of trying to get my workbook completed that goes along with this trilogy. Because, again, depending on what you want to do with the book, there are multiple streams of income that can come from it. So, and my writer's workshop wow. is coming up in October that I do every year. So I've got lots of stuff going on. 
Congratulations on everything. I'm looking forward to everything. You know, you, you have my unwavering support and love and respect you know, as a writer. And, again, I hope you guys are picking up what she's putting down because this girl is throwing some nuggets. And um, please share w- w- please share with our listeners um, how they can email you because can can someone get involved in your workshop if they're not in Mississippi? I mean, is there a virtual situation? You know, as an author coach, you know, how can they uh, get on board with what you're doing? Yes, they most definitely can. Um, I just started doing virtual workshops last year. That was my first one. Um, and oh, so goodness. they can contact me at author Felicia Brookins, gmail.com. Um, I am going to have the workshop again this year virtually. Um, it's always in October. Right now I'm looking at October 7th through the 9th. Um, okay. Last year we did it on writing movie and film scripting and I had a few other guests. And so it re- went really well and we did it virtually. So we will be doing it virtually again this year. That is so good. So on that note, listen, guys. I'm just saying, we need a drum roll after hearing that. Girl, let me tell you, the world better get, the world better get ready for Felicia K. Workers, I'm just saying because 2022 is going to be her year, guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This 55-year-old Leo is really darling. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. And birthday wishes are in order for you, and you're looking all um, all of fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Okay. She's in the 50-50 club. Uh, I'm in the 60 club. I'm just saying, okay, but she's looking fabulous at 55, okay? Catch it, guys. So Catch it. Whatever she's using on her face. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So now we want to know, let's get into fun, 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 fun facts. Okay, so we know you write. We know you have a beautiful husband. Uh, you're king. You're the queen. Your son is finishing his last semester, which is so exciting. So kudos and hats off because I know that was not easy. So now <laughs> what does an author like you who's writing a trilogy about Sister Nadine's ways, what do you do for fun? What do you do in your downtime? I love to attend events. I'm a social butterfly. I love to attend social events. I love to read. Uh, I enjoy going to art galleries, you know, walking through Boston, looking. Um, I also, and uh, I just really, really, I have a book that's so full of books. It looks almost like you grow up. So I enjoy finding time to read, to listen to jazz. Um, I love to play Christmas music starting in July, things like that. I love that. Christmas in, well, that's so funny you mentioned that because I, I went to a Christmas in July event and, like, it was absolutely, it was amazing. It was fabulous. It was wonderful. So yes. I just had a question that come through the chat room. Folks, is Miss Bridget, how can we get in contact with you? Via email, you can go to Coffee Talk Jazz Radio at MSN.com. That's Coffee Talk Jazz Radio at MSN.com. We've got a lot of great stuff that is coming up. Um, Our Coffee Talk Jazz magazine is coming out. And when I tell you all, I almost almost gave it away. I'm like, I'm I'm trying to hold my peace, but it's hard. It's hard. The magazine, (laughs) we're getting getting so much love. Um, Folks don't know that I actually produced 
um, shows for television. I produce for America's Got Talent. I produce shows for The Voice. And so we've got some stuff in the works. I can't quite say, but maybe you all picked up on that last commercial. I can't just say, I'm just saying, okay? I hope, I hope you heard <laughs> the last commercial. I hope you heard it. So like, like you mentioned, when you talked about marketing and all that other fun stuff, you know, when I started this brand literally 15 years ago, tragedy turned to triumph. I had no idea that God would use my voice to impact millions and millions around the world. I mean, he told me that, but it was like, God, but how are you going to do that? Like, nobody knows who I am. I don't have a following. I didn't have a brand. And he literally gave me, um, he gave me a roadmap, but he didn't show me everything. Because had he showed me, was like, really? You want me to do that? Like, I don't know anybody in Hollywood. I don't have a black book. Um, I, I I don't know. And and so God has just graciously graciously turned this into a ministry where I get to meet amazing authors like Felicia, like Bridget, like Steve Timberton, um, um, Tacoma Anderson, Dr. Tacoma Anderson. I mean, I can go uh, Dahlia, whose last name I found she she got recently got married. Um, Dahlia Flores Williams, who lives in New York. I mean, so God can do some amazing things. Okay, so yeah. let's get into um, a few more questions. We're going to get into a few more reviews, and then um, I have one more gift giveaway. You guys don't make me don't make me put this back down in the crate. Okay, I really want to give away this last little juicy gift. Bridget has won the piano CD. I'm going to get that out to her. Um, we see some questions coming through the chat. I see you guys typing. I'll wait until you, you're done uh, typing them. But I'll ask you this. What is one of the most common mistakes that a business owner would make? She's a writer, but what's one of the most common mistakes she makes at the very beginning of her business? And what advice can you give her to really, really circumvent um, and cut down on her learning curve? I know that's a lot. But what can you tell a brand-new author? Because when you're a writer, that's a business, Right. What can you do to really cut down on her learning curve? When you find opportunities where there are other workshops or trainings going on uh, for authors, mm. take those. Uh, you've got to educate yourself. You've got to learn about the business aspect of things. You've got to learn about what you need to do when it comes to uh, putting together a contract or agreement with mm. someone. So you yeah. have to be willing to invest in your learning or your education. Um, as an author. So be prepared to invest in your education as an author to help with your learning curve. Um, things like, for example, you know, I'm not trying to, to plug my own, but my upcoming no, workshop for aspiring authors and writers, um, that's an opportunity for you to come in and learn so much from A to Z uh, about publishing a book, marketing your book, uh, literary agents, things about, about marketing uh, and branding that you just have no idea. You know, um, take opportunities to get a mentor and learn from them. Watch them. Go on social media, media, watch your favorite author and see what they're doing and how they're doing it. So most importantly, I would say, again, educate yourself as an author. That would be a great help um, to prepare you for becoming um, this author when you expand with your other streams of income and you turn it more so into uh, an entrepreneurial opportunity. Yeah. Um, ditto, and I piggyback uh, everything that Felicia said. Um, 
She definitely knows exactly what she's talking about. Her book reviews are amazing. We're going to play another commercial. We're going to come back with more good coffee and great chat. We're going to get into some more of these juicy reviews. Okay, don't take my word for it. Don't take Felicia's <laughs> word for it, but this comes out of somebody else's mouth that did not write the book. So we're going to come back with more good coffee and great chat with my girl, author, mentor, author coach, workshop host, Felicia K. Yes. All right.
Cantora de jazz, pianista e arranjadora. Você ama um pouco de jazz no seu café? Sintonize toda semana na Radio Los Angeles Coffee Talk Jazz como apresentadora Bridget Lewis. Each guest brings intense passion to their music. You'll hear seasoned pros and indie artists in the mix and you'll enjoy a buffet of genres. Listen in. You'll hear bebop, fusion, Urban Contemporary, Classic, Brazilian, and Latin flavors, with plenty of big band sounds. The show's call-in number is 1-347-934-0108. Pick up my current project, From the Heart. It's available at all national retailers. Visit my website at www.dianemarino.com. And stop by the official Coffee Talk site at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Enjoy the show. Then I will Guys, we are back for broadcasting live on this beautiful Friday the 13th. Um, wow, wow, and wow, I have one more gift to give away. Uh, they're counting me down. We've got about 17 minutes before we close out. But we are not, the coffee has not stopped brewing yet. So I'm really going to just give away this last little juicy gift, okay, on behalf of my gift. Uh, on behalf of my guests, I want to give away this gift. Um, we are talking with Felicia K. Brookins, author of Nadine's Ways. And we are so, so excited. And if you all want to join the Coffee Talk Street team, you want to be our eyes and ears, and you've heard some great music, or you know of a great author, and you think they should be on the show, just go ahead and send me an email to coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com, and I will reach out to um, that musician or that author. And we love promoting and marketing and seeing our folks get out there. You never know where the next big thing is going to come from. And as I said, the show is international, and that was international recording artist Diane Marino, who speaks French, Spanish, and Portuguese. So, hey, girl, hey, if you're on live, we appreciate you so much. Now, what do you think about all this international love, Felicia? Girl. Hey, Nadine and I love it. I want her to go all around the world. All around yes, the world. I want everyone yeah. to get a book. If want to invite me to their book signing or book club event, Hey, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm looking forward to the other reviews. I'm looking forward to your listeners contacting me, telling me what they think about the book, and, hey, all the other open windows, doors, and gates that are going to come from this. So thank you in advance. I am loving that. So she just basically said, okay, look, she's got her passport, she's got her mask on, and all of that, 
and she is available, and she's ready to go. All right? I'm ready. So, guys, let's get into three more reviews. Okay. Five stars from Mrs. A. She says, excellent reads, five exclamation points across the page. Wow, wow, <laughs> and wow. This is an excellent book about how religious spirits can be very deceiving. Nadine was a classic church woman with a lot of unresolved issues. They were passed down to her daughters. Hmm. There was a lot of generational stuff going on um, and things that need to be broken off of her. Patsy was the classic hero in this dysfunctional family. I hope there's a sequel based on this book because I cannot wait to read it. How about that? Mm. <laughs> well, I am happy to let them know that the people are coming. In a few months, it should be out. And so hopefully they will feel the same way once they get over the emotional roller coaster of it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so this one comes from Misha. Five stars again. Attention grabber. Four exclamation pages across the um, four exclamation points across the page. She said, "This book held my attention from start to finish. I hope there's a part two. Sister Nadine was something else, but only God could deliver her. Poor Kenny. He stood there with nothing else left to do, and I'm so glad he moved out of the way. Those girls. I want to hear more about them. Great book full of real life situations. Where is book number two? Hello, <laughs> girl." Oh, my I God. love it. I love it. I, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. It is on the way, people. On the way. This is That's great. so good. So good. Another five star and a plus. This is from N. Sharon. She says, my God, G-A-W-D with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> going on in this book and I love and I hate it. <laughs> she says, yeah, I yeah. lost a whole night's sleep behind Nadine and her foolishness. This book is a whole <laughs> spirit. Warfare teaching and then some generational curses, intercession, prophe- prophecy, work curses and etc. Miss Brookins got me over here about to declare fast for them chillers. <laughs> I am so serious. <laughs> Woo! She says, she says, Woo! I am so serious. When is the next one? Great job, ma'am. Great job. Now, girl, come on. <laughs> Felicia, how are you feeling? I mean, these reviews are sensational. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Wow. I'm glad that they're and that they are excited and looking for uh, the second book. I, I will also add, I don't think I mentioned the book, too, I will have an excerpt in the back of the book. Ooh. So that's to get everybody ready for the third and final uh, part of the trilogy. Mm. So good, so good, so good. You guys, I just have to, re- I have to read one more. We're going to go to another commercial, and then we're going to get into some, um, we're going to put Felicia in the hot seat, okay? We'll put her in the hot seat. Oh, so get ready. So I, hope you, I hope you have your little lady fan. We're going to put you in the hot seat. Okay. I got my, wet, my so. wine and my church fan. I'm ready. Yes, yes. This is five stars. This is from Alyssa Cole. She says, you're missing out if you do not read this book. Author Felicia Brookins is amazing, is the way she writes it. <laughs> I feel like Sister Nadine and I have a, I feel like Sister Nadine and I um, have some personal issues um, and a not so good relationship with one another. She says, um, 
I'm not so patient with her. She says, I am waiting on the second book, LOL, LOL, She says, she got on my last nerve. The last one I had, she got on that one. She says, the details of this book are outstanding and had me on the edge of my seat from cover to cover. I received the book on Friday, and I had read it by Sunday morning. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Girl. Wow. I'm done already. I'm just done. (laughs) I love it. Wow, wow. She goes onto my page on Facebook, my sister Nadine's Wade page, and her and Nadine uh, have some fierce um, conversation every now and then. It gets a little heated between the two of them. This is so good, so good, so good. Okay, so now some time for some hot seat, hot seat questions. Okay, first thing that comes to mind, don't think about it too much. Okay, Hogan Dogs are Ben and Jerry's. Which you like more, Hagen Dogs or Ben and Jerry's? Okay. Shower or bath? Okay. Ben and Jerry's, what kind? What's the flavor? What flavor, Ben and Jerry's? Well, I'm an old fashioned girl. Just give me anything that's really dark, dark. Uh, the chocolate that tastes like dark chocolate with almonds. I'm simple. All right. Awesome. Okay. Bubble bath or shower? Oh, bubble bath when I can get it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. If you could tra- uh, if you could choose between a swanky hotel in New York City or a bed and breakfast in the country, what's your choice? The bed and breakfast in the country. Uh-uh, that business is great. You got you right. <laughs> I would love it. Oh my goodness. Okay, last question. We want to know: Do you love gold or silver? Silver. Gold or silver jewelry? Silver. Yeah, yeah I'm a I'm silver girl, like all the way. All mm-hmm. the way. Wow, wow, wow. This show has been amazing. I cannot wait to read book number two. You are an incredible writer. We cannot wait for the workshop. We're going to continue to plug and support you. And for those of you guys, I will say this, um, that Felicia and Bridget, okay, are both going to be a part of the digital issue of the Coffee Talk Jazz Magazine, which will be coming out shortly. Um, I will be posting all the links. They'll get the links and all that. They'll be able to share their personal stories because the questions that I asked them on the radio show are completely different than what I asked in the magazine. So we really, really did a deep dive, and I really want you guys to really get to know these amazing amazing women. I mean, these women have substance, I'm just saying. So, Felicia, I want to leave you with a word, and then we're going to play a commercial, and we're going to take it out, my dear. All right. I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave you with the last word. I'm going to leave you with the last word, and then we're going to play okay, a commercial. Okay, well, let me, um, let me first of all say for those uh, that are listening and have joined in, um, if you are thinking about becoming a published author, then do that. Um. If you are afraid to do it, just leap. Close your eyes and just mm-hmm. jump and do it. Um, hey, and you've got my email address if you need advice. I want to also say again to you, my beautiful friend, thank you so much for this opportunity. And that is all that I have. Oh, and look forward to book two. It's coming real soon. All right, guys. And so we want to thank my very special guest, award-winning author, Felicia K. Brookins of Sister Nadine's Ways and with Music in Our Heart and Jazz in Our Souls, we want to thank you for making Coffee Talk Jazz award-winning and number one. We love you for listening, and we will see you on Sunday with my next guest. 
actress from NCI and author and singer, okay? Connie Jackson is going to be in the house on Sunday. Yes, 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 on the 15th at 7 p.m. You guys don't want to miss this group. Um, you guys just don't want to miss all the intel of what she's going to be able to share behind the scenes of what it takes to be an award-winning actress on a top-rated show with Mark Harmon, with uh, Pam Dauber, oh, my goodness, and guest appearances from Viola Davis herself, you guys. So we'll see you guys on Sunday. We're going to go ahead and take it out with my friend, international recording artist Gary Honor, with his brand-new debut um, single. is called Summer Cold. See you guys next time.